Hi, this is Akshay. And this is Salar. And, and this, this is, is the Missing Pages, Pages podcast. In this podcast, we will talk about nutrition, plant medicines, biohacking, and meditation. So we were talking about navigating, navigating your thoughts, um, how, and uh, what I ask is, where is your compass? How do you find that compass in your brain? Where are you navigating it to? Where should you be navigating it to? Also, what's the difference between 11, 11, 11, 10? Are those just numbers? Does it have any meaning? Like what? Um, in a way, they are just numbers. Uh, you can you can pick any arbitrary thing and focus upon it, and it will start to um, become a program in your reality. Um, but I think on I, I, I think there's a certain level of um, substance to it in that it is ingrained into the programming of the collective consciousness. Uh, at least to a certain level. Um, and I think that when you start interfacing with things on that level, there's a basis for communicating with the world beyond yourself. Um, that's where it becomes transpersonal. Um, there's a certain danger um, in becoming too idiosyncratic um in the way that you go about things like yes um there's definitely uh a wide range of potential to um come out with incredible revelations that are superiorly inventive but um there's also a massive risk of uh becoming alienated from the world you know all that inventiveness goes purely to waste if you can't communicate it with anybody <laughs> so. yeah communication is like definitely one of the things and like it, it, alcohol definitely is one of the ways that just like impair and cut that communication it so, sure does yeah. <laughs> nobody likes to hear that yeah i know right but, I, I know yeah. but it's it's the truth like you, you drink you, you just like cut off the, your communication that's mm-hmm. it you're uh you're good neuroreceptors just start going to waste and you spiral into a fuzzy depression that seems like reality it seems normal <laughs> i'm smart <laughs> um yeah uh but i think that um that inner compass um i've been i've been really reflecting on this a lot lately um as i feel like i've just started to find mine in life um and i feel like that comes with mastery more than anything you know i think there's something to the saying choose something that you love and let it kill you (laughs) but uh i I don't think you really necessarily have to be that extreme about it (laughs) yes put in the hard work but uh, let it liberate you instead of dying for the sake of it um and um uh i'm I'm starting to realize that there is a certain uh middle ground between your own tendency and the world around you that has to be negotiated in order to find 
the lines that make up the edges of that compass. Uh, otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels alone. Um, but uh, what I think, I think that if you can measure impulse, you know, your own naturally ingrained characteristics, uh, they're so powerful. If you can keep in touch with the instinct of them and follow them um, through uh, the course of your life, um, pit up against uh, preferably something like uh, an, an ancient ritual, like uh, meditation, you know, a spiritual path, or um, even like something like tool making, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, just something that has carved out its validity through the vaults of time. Um, I feel like that is the greatest way to cultivate the expression of what you are in the reality of what the world is. And it's through finding a resonance between those things that you can start to shift the paradigm while focusing on your intention of how you're going to do that. <laughs> but how, how can one be able to like find their path? Like, because like each person has their own interests and all that. And it, most of the time that like we feel lost in this path of like finding like, Oh, am I, am I good at, um, am, am I going to like follow physics or am I going to follow science? Am I going to like follow like, and after all, these are all like, um, some career oriented based on like what we see in the society. Mm -hmm. So we are reflecting what we are being fed. Um, at the same time, like we don't have anything to generate from inside us. That's not true. We do have everything <laughs> to generate from within us. Okay. But um, <laughs> most of the social focus is uh, bent on removing the individual from that in order to feed the constructs that are already um Sorry? Established. Yeah, they're already established in, uh, in, in the society around us. Um, and that ensures survival of the tribe, essentially, which is a great thing. <laughs> it's why we're here. But um, we are clearly coming to, at least in Western society, I'm not sure how it is in other areas of the world, but uh, an age of individuation where it is absolutely fundamental to start listening to that spark inside of us. Um, and we all have a connection with this from a, a, a very young age, as long as we're aware. Um, the trick is not to get distracted from it. The trick is to encourage our children <laughs> to pay attention to it while learning the rules of life. And um, if this focus can be maintained, there will be a lot less confusion in the world. There will be a lot less alcoholism. Um, people will be able to relate better in their relationships. I'm sure the divorce rate will go down <laughs> um, as people, um, you know, aligned in that inner creative spark will 
be able to make decisions um, and create action in sustainable ways in accordance with that. What are the practice? What are the practice that like someone can do in their daily basis of life and their routine that like they keep getting connected to the spark and like away? Well, being away from the distractions is one. Turn off your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Go for a walk. (laughs) Yeah, go for a walk. Um, Do everybody knows the answer to this (laughs) but we're too busy searching outside of ourselves for the answer to this (laughs) um take a moment find a time on the clock (laughs) to connect with that inner spark you know where it is even if it's layers deep it is still vibrant and alive inside of you just (laughs) waiting to be expressed so um just take a moment of quiet and that thing will show up you might not always like it, especially if you've been repressing yeah. it for years. You you might have a crisis in life. You might alienate all of your friends. You might want to go on a drinking binge. You want yeah. You might want to start burning things down. Um, but resist that temptation <laughs> <laughs> and just bear witness to all of the voices that are coming through that spark inside of you just give it a space to exist and be recognized i think that if trauma can change genetic structures if there there have been articles out um i've seen that um if you go through a highly traumatic experience, your genetic markers will be shifted. And obviously that sort of thing has the power to be passed down to uh, the generations after you, which gives a whole new perspective on acting in accordance with the next seven generations in mind. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I, I would hazard to guess that the opposite is true as well that if you de-stress in your life if you just take a moment to turn your sympathetic nervous system off sit in the silence of your own mind and heal those things that are inside of you through recognition because everything is feedback you know um I, I i see this in massage as well like so often it's just by being touched in a certain way where a person has kept all of their emotional tensions all their build-up in life just by being felt those tensions melt away it's crazy um 
But I think that the same does hold true for our lineage, you know? Um, You go through a really traumatic, effed up experience and you're able to give yourself the space for that, to to just be with it, Um, you know, to turn off all the resentment that you may have for um the people that came before you you know for enduring their traumas imperfectly do you believe that like in our past lives like or like um let's say my grandfather um have i ever like lived in his soul and like am i like is his soul gonna affect my soul is it like passed down the generation hmm i think um i think we have to be very careful when defining the term soul but i feel that by virtue of existence with one another by carrying the torch of your grandfather's genetic line there is some sort of pact between the two beings that you are you know some karmas definitely do get passed down from generation to generation and it is up to the heightening awareness of each and every individual to resolve those karmas uh to bring them into a space of neutrality or positivity um yeah (laughs) (laughs) we went to um a ceremony recently and uh, one of our friends been told that um one of the reasons that he cannot stay grounded with his thoughts is because the karma that existed in the past uh, that is now is his soul is is not clear mm-hmm. I have a really hard time digesting this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in what way? Um, I, I don't know much of a detail or anything nor I want to like you know get into really a specific spot but like i feel that there is there should be some connections like that's that's just like come from like my feeling it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong right but like um there could be a connection where no matter how hard someone like try they, they cannot like get that peace like they have to like maybe some people have to try like harder than the, another and it's it's not their fault. It's just like things that like um, their their soul like carried from the past. Well, yeah, it's 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 pretty much like adapting evolutionary traits. Um, you know, some some get wings, some get teeth, some get tumors. <laughs> um, but um, I. We, we have this beautiful gift in our 
consciousness to uh, be able to reflect on these things, to be able to do the investigatory work um, necessary to get to the heart and soul of the matter. And, you know, that that can be penetrated infinitely deeply. Um, should your primal spark be inclined <laughs> to pursue that line. But, um, yeah, I think that, I think it is, I really do believe it is possible to go back to that space for your friend and, um, feel even in himself through the turbulent waves of his own ungroundedness, um, and, surf the ripples <laughs> back <laughs> to ground zero of uh that ancient experience and sit with it uh it can take a lot of fighting just to stay on the surfboard though <laughs> it does take practice um but with a little bit of determination it's it's not far-fetched to um reprogram that genetic tendency just like a traumatic event mushrooms <laughs> yes 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 exactly exactly yeah <laughs> guided mushrooms Guide, oh of course yeah unguided mushrooms they can it's like living on the edge <laughs> <laughs> definitely need that guide like good guide a person who is like been doing it for a while mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah yeah no that's amazing um hmm. have you done any healing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know let me see <laughs> um in 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 what respect like, have, like okay so some people they um so you you're into massage. Mm -hmm. um, part of the um, massage therapy is also healing with the energy of your hand mm -hmm. and transferring your energy into somebody else's yes. body through and like connect with the channels and all that stuff. Yes. I mean, do you see yourself? You ever like done that or like you? Do you see like that? You sometimes like you maybe like sometimes you get connected with and you're like oh it's right there I, I can feel I can feel that energy in that person and like try to pull that like out or like even like putting some like positivity like pushing some flow in there <laughs> just like, shove that love into yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> um okay so um on the topic of psychedelics <laughs> um I was at a festival a couple of years ago and um after um, I, I, I connected with somebody uh, very um, kind of in a sideways sort of way, sidelong look like, hey, who are you? <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? I don't know it's if like I want to tell you. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but eventually we got into each other's face and um, I'm, I'm not normally the type of person to just open myself up in a, in a psychedelic way to other people so quickly. Um, but uh, after, after a few uh, quizzical questions and <laughs> cryptic 
exchanges. <laughs> we decided it was a good idea. <laughs> and um, we connected so deeply in that brief period of time that uh, all of the energy channels in my body opened up and all of a sudden I could feel everything that he was experiencing. I could feel his pain, his repressions, his hopes, his dreams, his unvisited desires. Um, and I mean, I had no idea what to do with them. <laughs> but, <laughs> you just see it, you're like, whoa. It's like Alice in Wonderland. You're a little like, bit. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A uh, human being is, is a wonderful series of rabbit holes. Um, but, uh, yeah, through that exchange, um, completely innocently and with barely even realizing it was so, it was fast, but it seemed so gradual and natural. Um, I learned how to do Reiki. (laughs) 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 It just opened right up. Oh my God. Um, and it was probably too much too quick. Um, there, it definitely wasn't without backlash. Um, but um, there were there were so many lessons in how to um, spill forth into another and how to protect energy. You know, it became a living, breathing, substantial thing with a with a shape that could be cast into any shape. And um, I, through exploring it. I realized um, that the most important thing that you can do for another person, like, yes, have love in your heart through this world, constantly check in with that as your guide. It is so important, no matter what you do, to be coming from a place of compassion, even if you are imperfect and everyone is but to condition yourself toward unconditional love um, every time you look at the clock. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so it's, it's occurred to me time and time again through these practices that other than carry yourself with love in your heart, there there's not much you could do other than be a witness to another person to another person's glory to another person's suffering to another person's desires you know you're never going to fulfill them you're never going to fill any void you're never going to give them what they don't already have you can only show them what they already have so when I do energy work, what I seek to do is sit in that space with them. And if I feel that there are holes in their energy, I'll simply move excess energy to those holes. I'll keep working that in and working that in and working that in until it feels as though there is some semblance of equilibrium in their energy field bringing up visions that come along as 
as this is happening and so often it just happens by itself you know i'm i'm not no i'm gonna i'm gonna fix your aura <laughs> I, I don't feel like it works like that either you know these these things are alive these things are conscious they have a an impetus um we as healers at best can simply make ourselves conduits for that impetus and bear witness to what the other person is experiencing and that is conditioned by bearing witness to our own experience that's such a great point thank you (laughs) so how would you uh comfort someone who you know is in some sort of a pain some sort of a drama going through in a repetitive cycle and like it's not observing their actions you want to tell them something but at the same time you don't want to give them a solution you just want to like you want them to see it in a different way so they can solve this on their own Mm. that is so different for everyone um you know sometimes sometimes you need to just smack the solution right in front of them (laughs) and if they're caught up in a redundancy cycle um they might not even see that to begin with like at, at best with all these things you're going to be planting seeds you know for somebody who might need something a little bit more subtle <laughs> planting seeds for later on um if, if you're going to be planting anything at all i totally felt that and somebody planted some seeds and it's like it bloomed like a week or two after um and it, it just like especially when uh it's personal experience when i did like ayahuasca there was the the shaman like he he did some i i didn't really believe in any of that stuff like a healing and all that but like he did some energy work on me and then i felt okay okay i don't know what to expect but we'll see i've just got to be patient and be respectful to the process and the whole thing a week passed and um and i felt like i needed some time to myself to think about my life and like orienting things and like put things in place like the puzzle pieces and and there was a moment that it i just it just came it's just like it was like bam it's like and i was like holy crap and and what all i felt that like all the feelings that i had from before that in that in that ceremony it just like it came right in front of me and um the when they say like some people say mother ayahuasca or and i i I totally felt that like that she's there and and she was like hey i'm here don't worry what 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 do you want like what what is the question what what do you need and then i i was like asking questions getting answers and then afterward the the moment passed and then i felt like okay can I think this logically <laughs> and get get maybe better answers? And and then I went through the whole thing again and then I was like, there's no better answer than than what I what I what I've been yeah, experienced before. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So that's uh again, like I don't know if healing works, but I guess if if it's gonna work, if if you call it that working, then it it, it did work for me. It was 
such a profound feeling. I never had that in my entire life. And then when you have that, then you feel peace. Then you feel that, okay, I always have a support inside myself. I can, I, this, this seed is planted by somebody else. And that planting seed, I don't know how it's done, but however it's done, thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> for the person who's done it for me. It sounds kind of to me like you came face to face with your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's a different planting of seeds. <laughs> I guess the planting of seeds you were talking about was more like you give them tiny bits of suggestions and then they the suggestions in their minds uh they 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 keep it on the side but then they eventually come back to it they see something in the news oh my friend told me this too and then they see something else and then they are ready to accept it and then they come back and they're like okay so what was the thing you were talking about and then they're more receptive (laughs) to taking that idea so i think those tiny bits of information that you can drop somewhere around them and that's that's also the seeds i think you were talking about and um i i think i think there is profound wisdom yes in in acknowledging that these seeds only activate when you're ready to receive them when it reaches the fertile ground of your psyche and you're ready to open up to the light of their gifts I feel like with with you, um, th- one of the, probably the main reason why this worked for you was because you were already on your way there. Hmm. You were already opening yourself. There was something inside of you that told you that this was the experience that you wanted and this was a very cosmic means of opening up to it fully yeah i can relate to that i can i can i can see the point there yeah the moment of silence (laughs) oh it's beautiful all right, so we, um, it's really interesting. The, um, the whole experience of uh, actually and I starting this podcast and meeting you, Victoria, which I think is the first time I'm actually using your name. <laughs> <laughs> Probably people are like, who is she? <laughs> so... Um, we met Victoria at a meditation session, um, and in my experience, it, it, everybody t- after the meditation session, everybody had to express themselves. And in my experience, I felt okay. This this there's this like super vibrant girl that has so much to say, but that couple of minutes of the meditation. It just doesn't do the justice. I need to talk to her a lot more than that. Thank you for having me. So no, sure. no worries. <laughs> and and here's the interesting part. When um, I saw her day after completely by coincidence, like far away in the street, 
she was biking somewhere else. It's, these there is like some connection there. I'm not sure what these connections are, but there is something going on behind the scene that we don't really feel it. Yeah. And what's funny then we saw you at the talks that talk um, at Alternity and uh, I I, re- yeah. I came up to you and I was like were you the same person on that yeah. in that meditation day um and then he said the same thing at the same yeah, time like, oh. we didn't even like coordinate yeah it's like there <laughs> she like, is this, this person is the same person like that's like i've seen this person before the past is aligned again you yeah. just gotta you just gotta go yeah. forward communicate like you know get 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 the get the flow going get the flow yeah. of the communication going and see yeah. okay what's going on there's a lot of interesting things that you just gotta be able to notice and then once you notice it then you're like oh this is it this is it and you just gotta grasp it and like stick to it and go with it very intricate (laughs) (laughs) well done boy speaking of that number thingy that you were talking about the synchronicities and stuff how do you so do you would you take it as a marker that you're on the right path or (laughs) Whenever I see eleven eleven or one eleven, I know that things are about to get extremely challenging. <laughs> so it's a mark. You when you see it, you're like, "Holy shit!" This is gonna be great, but it's gonna be work. <laughs> um, yeah, it's usually an indicator to hold onto my hat. Um, so um, I don't know how it is for other people you know maybe maybe that's um delving into a deeper like aspect of my own karma my own family karma like my life has always been very very shaky um in in a lot of profound ways and i'm really glad that i've actually made it to this day um but but uh sorry coincidence synchronicity okay yeah i i feel like those uh synchronicities and where they lead to you know sometimes it is very much in the numbers sometimes it's very much in the people um they do show me that there is more to the path always and I think it's really amazing what you guys are doing with these podcasts because especially if they are steeped in synchronicities and your your adventure rabbit hole just keeps opening up and opening up and opening up because, you know, just like looking at the clock, you can program uh, what's going on inside of your mind. Uh, as you meet people, you know, you start delving into the world of archetypes. Like, what does this person represent who is this when i get to the core of who this person is and merge with that you can you can start to become them almost in a sense you can start to activate that facet of your own psyche and (laughs) become essentially super powered oh my god but yeah just keep the rolodex of humans going there's a whole flow to it and like it's it's just like if you if you lose that flow and if you fall behind from it and that's it it's just gone and like it it, spontaneous it's like right at the moment you have to just get in get out Mm -hmm. like done and like make sure that like you you put down like those seeds and okay and then there's a trust and there's a trust of the two 
like two souls let's say and then you gotta then there's a game of like hey like yeah it's all right it's all good like we are all we are connected we are allies <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are talking <laughs> the same language it's all good no i think worries. that happens even with the synchronicities once you start acknowledging them oh that's weird that happened yeah. again and then you see it again and like okay there's some meaning to it i was like oh there's no way mathematically that these three things could happen at the same mm. time or yeah. something yeah. and then it's just like let it guide you a little i guess yeah yeah it's it's really it's really incredible how you know um following that chain and 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 i often do find that um these synchronicities are uh copacetic with impulses you follow that impulse like hey i i'm just having this strange whim to go outside and turn left right now and then you end up meeting your soulmate or whatever the case may be um or just someone who's going to change your mind for that day (laughs) um but uh the the opportunity to just like carve into the depths of your reality of the reality of another person um and and activate those aspects those latent aspects like i don't get to have these conversations (laughs) often enough (laughs) but just by being able to sit here you know you guys putting your intention and um see seeing that whatever you saw in me and then you know feeling that back hey what is in this yeah Yeah. these things just open up they they almost seem to happen as if by magic yeah and and if enough people do this on a regular basis (laughs) there's gonna be an explosion (laughs) the world is going to hyper evolve Oh my god. <laughs> Let your extrovert out. <laughs> so thanks guys. Oh, thank you. Um so who are you? <laughs> no, um so how did you how did you get into um this like this how like this whole idea of like there's something going on? Where did that curiosity start like appealing? to you and then you start like being aware of it They're like oh like where you like was it like in your teenage time like how did the flow go with your with your career because most people get distracted with like things that we have to learn jobs and like mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and like how what was your journey what, what did honestly you do? I, I think that uh, a lot of this this stemmed from survivalism and dissatisfaction um i grew up mm-hmm. in a small town um in a really um raised by a borderline mother um and it was just a really difficult scene to cope with and um i feel as though um there there really wasn't much of an outlet for me other than to tap into the greater depths of there's something more there's something happening beneath the surface there has to be this life sucks oh wait (laughs) there is more happening there's hope keep following it um (laughs) uh so um yeah whenever the distractions of life get me down um and uh 
you know, things like social media or whatever, they're, 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 they're great for some people. Like they're a fantastic tool, a way to communicate, but like, um, you know, just, uh, realizing the dissatisfaction of things like that, just hitting a threshold of, Oh wait, the clock is ticking. (laughs) We're all going to (laughs) die. I think I'm going to go out and experience life. (laughs) Um, it's just kept me hungry for for greater and greater substance and it feels as though the deeper i go into that the healthier a relationship i have with that hunger veracity even (laughs) the more elegant the dance with the divine becomes you know it feels like i am literally dancing with a partner and whenever it starts to feel like that is fading, I have to get angry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to become restless. Um, one, uh, one of the rules um, in uh, this Robert Greene book, um, I think it's the 48 Laws of War. Oh, right. 33, no, no, 48 Laws of Power, 33 Laws of War. Um is to keep yourself restless and dissatisfied and you're back against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) This will ensure that you keep fighting the greatest fight of your life. And while I don't think it's necessarily healthy (laughs) to always be in that state, um, it's, it's a great touchstone to keep with you in life. Uh, (laughs) The, internal battle if you will some people say i just go with the flow man i just spread love man i just like give and i'm like um yeah i get it but (laughs) if you if you you have to have everybody has a fighter in themselves Mm -hmm. everybody and you have to like hold your shield up you have to like hold your spear up like sharp you have you can't be gray in this world you have to take a side at some point you have to be like this is what i stand for this is what i go for exactly. this is this is me and this is what defines me like the flow can take you to really dark places yeah yeah the flow can swallow you yeah. in it's abysmal <laughs> throat hole no it without a solid ground, a solid framework to stand on and work within. Anything is prone to being defined as anything on on the basis of a whim. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you sound like you've got more to say on that. <laughs> I guess when yeah, when people are have that attitude of giving everything with love and all that stuff and then they don't have any of their like they don't have a community they don't have something to offer to the back to the world they feel like satisfied but they also feel maybe resentful of like the world not coming back to them yeah it backslides into complacency the world doesn't give back to them while everybody's off fighting their own spiritual battles you know they're the people that end up getting overlooked and um they are unfortunately you know while their intentions may be great uh the people who end 
up. Um, I, I, I've seen a lot of people try to force uh, people into their standard of what love should be as a result. Uh, and yeah, that's where it becomes very dark very quickly. And in a sense, in a sense, uh, be- because of this phenomenon, that ends up what they choose to fight for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, um, what I, what I feel is that, um, so there's a lot of these people around us and what happens is most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, it's always, um, there's not enough time to talk to them because you are at, uh, at a setup of bar or work or somewhere that like there's never enough time and like what is enough time enough time is the time that like like this podcast set up with like three of us we're sitting down with no time frame just talking like let's 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 let everything out let's let's hear each other out let's hear each other everything like expressed out let's communicate each other completely freely and truly and uh most of the time that when these conversations happen with some people, I feel like if I say this, this is going to make a lot of people angry. But, mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, some, some don't really take a side and really pisses me off. They, and uh, they're just hiding from themselves. If you let yourself out in a proper way, in a proper setup, and... Then, then you can achieve some insight. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, and and I think that's where the dance comes from. You know, um, when when you engage that inside of yourself, you um, start to open up a polarity mm-hmm. within you. Cool. I just saw a worm passing in front of me. I was like, hey, buddy, how's it going? (laughs) All right. um, Beware the friendly stranger. Yeah, they're all protein. (laughs) 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 Yummy. (laughs) Mm. Hmm. Um, So your journey has started with small town you went through the whole thing and then you trusted the flow of like um there's something you, you always had the hope and same thing happened in in myself as well when i was like i come from iran i come from a whole background of like everything's conservative everybody wants to push their ideas on you everybody like it from um it goes from the government to the community level to the fa- uh, relative level to the family level and to the friends level like one-on-one relationship and there is just so much of pressure on one person Mm. to the point that you just keep pushing yourself down and you feel that like you you feel like there is a seed and there is like a button block right in front of you and you cannot just like grow and germinate from like on the on the ground to see the light and you have to break this like this like concrete block above you to just see the sun and that is so much of hard work so much of pressure so much to the point that some people don't even see the hope and they rather stay down there and they say 
let's just go with the flow. To me, that's a ridiculous idea, and I feel like if you if you feel, if you see that, then you have to double down your forces, and you 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 gotta like get people on your side, and like all together like break that break that concrete block above you. Like that, that's the only way to go out, and that's what I've been trying to do and set as a stone for myself, my family, my friends, my relative, my community. That. This is, this is, that's the way I, I want to live. I want to be responsible. I want to take the responsibility. I want to help them. I want to, I want to see what, how I can build that hope for them. Even the, the slightest thing that if I can help them, if it's like, you know, like giving them, teaching them how to fish, teaching them how to do certain things and, let them let them ex- find that past themselves or like plant something plant the seed as we talked before you just put it there and then do you see how that person react to it and if you see a spirit of a fighter there then you just like plant another seed and then if that person is taking it and like you just like keep going with it and he's doing really well or like if he's at least trying and like putting the effort there you're like okay here's a little bit more here's a little bit more here's a little bit more but I feel if the moment that the hope is lost, all you can do is just sit back and observe. And then once in a while, you kind of like hit it and you're like, hey, how's it going? Like, why? why? And if still he's keeping his defense up against everybody and the entire world, then there's not much that anybody can do. And that's what I felt that I couldn't, I'm holding my defense all the way up. I'm like making a, in, like a whole like bubble shield around myself. And this shield is so hard shelled that nobody can even get into me. And then eventually this, this kind of like, this shield got cracked. I don't want to say by love because it's so cheesy. <laughs> but, but, but that's one way of, one way of getting this shield cracked this another way of like being insightful like thinking about the the lowering the shield like let let the let the world hit you and let and, and stand up on your feet again and get hit again and then stand up again and then you get stronger and stronger and stronger and there's nothing true in life than just being braver and experiencing new things and adding more to your soul when you said going with the flow, was it the flow that people told you inside the framework of conservatism that you have to go with the flow of how things are and just don't try to go above the concrete? Is that what you meant by that? So the flow, to me, the flow can, can go like really, um, can go both ways. It can, uh, sometimes you see there's a flow that... Um, that is led by the right people and it's it's also oriented with the with the goals that you have and you see the path clearly and you feel comfortable going with that flow but sometimes you just close your eyes and you go with the flow i don't i don't think anybody ever should close their eyes and go with the flow you always have you have to have your eyes open and look at your path clear look at the goal look at Look where you're going and then seek those leaders and see who is leading you 
and just trust them if you if you if based on like see what their journey they have been through if the leader and been through a journey that that is acceptable to you then you just go you let let your entire like soul and body to that person to lead you like a like a true teacher yeah steve jobs said the same thing no i mean he didn't say the same thing. yes i'm a steve jobs no no <laughs> so he said <laughs> you all these things will tie back from a point in the future and you won't know those moments will not make sense when you're in those moments but you're also in a flow anyways and i think being even in the worst states give you and it gives you an idea of like how the polarities in the world and then you can appreciate what's good so much more than without the negative experience mm. yeah do you find that um having been locked away in that shell for so long um and feeling the cracks of love break your armor do you feel that it's made your experience of the open world that much richer Well, what it does, it definitely make you more curious. And when you when you when you find like a slight a slightest light, slightest lights come in, just you just want to explode. Just want to go like right at it. Just like chase that beam straight yeah. into the heart of the sun. Yeah, just just go for it. Like it's what's there to stop me like i don't care anymore like why, why would i be a blend anymore like i can i can find a unique me and see what i am made of and and then then you learn then i learn to to share to to find myself first and then to share part of my being with other people and and that that communication it's key for all of us to balance out our energy and go and step in the right path. That's what I feel. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's right, wrong, or whatever it is, but... No, I think that's you following yeah. that creation impulse. And, you know, it, it seems as though evolution wants to be at its best <laughs> you know billions of years of experiments to try to find a peak state um and the only way to really get there effectively is to harmonize with our environment to to be activated to to not just be taking up resources but to really be here fully embodied and you know we're we're very um impressionable creatures we humans <laughs> you know um by showing yourself the way in that respect you're showing all of us the way so 
Thank you. There's a glass, and like it's always like there's dirty. You just grab like a like a wipe and just like wipe your glass, and you're like, oh, look at the world, and like that's (laughs) from your soul. It's like, hey, check it out. (laughs) This is cool. It's really funny that you described it as concrete. I guess like because you can see the the boundaries that the conservative society has built around you, but then there are societies that do not this they seem very open but they have a filter through which is everything is processed and it's really happy when you see someone who've grown up in that society and still broken through and like discovered more things and like he's on a similar journey as us and like i was like (laughs) that just becomes like super interesting there's always something there there's always it never ends it's all like a curiosity like it's always there you just gotta chase it. It's, there's no other point of other than chasing it. Yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting point that you bring up about, um, you know, living in this supposedly free um, society and um, encountering all of these uh, sort of self-imposed, group-imposed restrictions um, that are subtly at play. Uh, I, I guess it's something that is really taking me a long time to actually clue into, <laughs> but, um, you know, for the longest time it, it felt like I was just, you know, turning stones over, looking for the magic, like knowing that it was there in, inside of people and just, you know, thinking, oh, oh my God, like you're a divine being and I'm a divine being and let's have a divine connection. Wait, wait, no. What? Is, is the magic broken? Am I not worthy? <gasps> um, but I think, I think a lot of people are ultimately really afraid of um, expressing. Yeah. The responsibility of expressing um, what's in there, the vulnerability of being seen because the moment you let that guard down you're especially if it's for the first time you're a total mess you don't know what to expect there could be uh, there could be prowlers in the forest waiting to chew upon your soft underbelly um and yeah so often just in being uh probably too open for my own good in in the past i've i've experienced that again and again and again just wondering what the hell was wrong (laughs) um but yeah there 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 is a very tight retention on the human spirit um there there are you know great pressures of conformity you know mob thinking you know uh, the reason why people get so freaked out why when they get unfriended on facebook or whatever for example (laughs) it it comes down to something very primal you know that that is if you are not liked by the tribe you are not going to survive in a cruel nature. Um, so, um, that's well done. That's like a well, well, like I never heard like any better description than that. It's, <laughs> it's so, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's so nice. It's, it's true because like you feel like Facebook, everything, Instagram, all that stuff, it's like we feel part of a tribe. 
and then you feel like you you're looking for approval from the tribe um, without even thinking that like what if i just approve myself mm-hmm. and that that could be enough yeah the ironic thing is that the internet does in a way give us so many of the intellectual resources to do all the surviving that we need to it also gives us a fantastic resource to come together over the values that we communicate you know you go search up whatever it is that is foremost in your heart and surely there is a group of people having that discussion just waiting for you to either observe it or add to it and then take away that piece of information and inject it into your daily life you know in in this respect you can work from the individual you know shaping yourself not just with the internet but like with meditation practices and going for a walk and looking at the clock um but um you shape yourself from the individual to your family you know you you spread this forth um in into the next generation into your partners into your friends and as as that uh, momentum starts to gain speed that's when it starts to uh, snowball into a far more collective level and you start to see uh, the impacts of these tendencies um, and explorations uh, ripple out into the governmental the global level you know in, in that respect every individual has a paradigm shift waiting inside of them and that has never been more accessible than it is now yeah it's also comes like uh it comes as a package right good things and bad things it's like yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. it doesn't get easier it just gets more interesting yeah there's uh you pick your game Mm -hmm. you definitely pick your game you're like oh this is me this is this is what i want this is where I want to go. And there's never enough time. Uh, I had two friends, uh, lost two friends to cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, they both like uh, around their 30. One was 29 and the other one was 31. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like um, it was a long time ago. No? But like it's the thing is you never realize. And like by the time that like they realized that they have cancer and that they passed away, it was just like less than a year. Like that's it. And other than that, everybody's like living like healthy and like perfectly and just just day after day. And like you don't really realize that like, hey, there's not much of time going on. Like you, you might you might not have time next year to spend with your family. You might not have time next year to express whatever you want to express mm-hmm. from your bottom of your heart. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And like... I feel this is another reason why it's so urgent that we are encouraging our kids to um, to be in line with that that divinity. I'm gonna say divinity. You know that spark, that that instinct yeah. that uh, resides in them. That thing, that f- fingerprint that is unique to them, and learn to play with others with it because that right there if you could harness that energy 
and snowball it out into society that is how you're going to get the most life out of your years yeah and teach them like hey it's okay to make mistakes hey it's it's okay to be made fun of like hey it's okay all of these things it's okay just just let it go it's like it's all right like you know it's you're you're doing fine you're doing great you're just being human you're just like being kid you're just living your age like just keep going don't let these things keep you down Mm -hmm. like keep keep your workflow going keep keep whatever you feel right like trust your inner self we've been told these like sentences that go like keep trust yourself trust yourself but like not many people truly like as you said at the beginning like there are so many distractions Mm -hmm. and, and you just like lose it yeah and and i think you know those uh those motivational posters are empty sentiments without somebody actually seeing you for who you are inside um and you you know that that's something that not all of us get in life you know that's something that i think a lot of people have to fight for you know that is something that i think is worth fighting for right there but in order to uh, facilitate a culture of that it is so necessary to make the effort to do that to others first give them that gift all right let's ground ourselves by um i wanted to get to this point of asking you about art (laughs) where you definitely have done some impressive stuff. Some people have wrote, wrote about you in a blog or in a post, in a magazine, all this stuff. Aww. So tell us, tell us what you've done. Tell us, tell us about that that world, that side of you, that side of Victoria. Oh goodness, <laughs> it gets personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I suppose um, I've got a very. Uh, narrow aperture if you will <laughs> um i i just really love staring at things um because within a single window within a single frame there is eternity just waiting to happen the variables are just constantly changing themselves and um so i would hide behind a camera uh, <laughs> just pointed at one spot maybe slightly changing the angle um for um for for a very long period of time um and just making that a meditation i suppose uh and truth be told i'm a horrible photographer (laughs) um no i'm not really that bad but um there there there's always it's it's never it's never as crisp and detailed as what you see right in front of you you know it just always seems like a fragmented shard of the actual experience which uh, i've i've longed for as long as i've been alive to be able to share what is uh happening inside of me what uh is happening around me and how i'm perceiving it um 
and in that respect, I've flirted for quite a long time with the idea of, uh, you know, getting, uh, getting brain implants. (laughs) 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 Um, but, uh, with the way things are going, that seems like a horrible idea. (laughs) Um, but, um, so, yeah, I, uh, I started, uh, just playing around with, uh, with Photoshop, um, and realizing that, uh, all of the essentials for abstract art, um, are are comprised of the mathematics of nature uh in all of its splendid forms and the parameters for color theory you know um uh, as long as I, i i i think that's something that really taught me that um that it is important to have parameters photoshop as a spiritual guide <laughs> you know like oh okay there's a polarity here there's a spectrum I, I can crank it i can go all the way and oh oh look we're losing so much detail and having so much contrast oh oh but i like the contrast calm down young pup um and um yeah um I guess for the longest time, that was my meditation. Um, it's it's crazy how like entering into any structure that you can interact with will teach you um, basically lessons on how to exist and how to observe. Um, is it something that you want to like follow as a pursuit of meditation or do you want to do it like through a, do you want to give some career? Sh- I mean, you've done that already, but like, mm. the, what, what do you see that like where you're going to go with art? Like, do you see that like, is it going to like shape to something? Honestly, um, I, I looked, I looked at my art. And then I looked at uh, images from space of the Earth, and I realized that nature is already doing this so much better. So it kind of seemed redundant to um, to act as much else than an ecstatic appreciator for what is and it that realization uh really helped pull me out from my shield that was the camera <laughs> my shield and window and um tore me away from the computer and really in me with a sense of wanting to just get out and experience whatever the thing is just as raw as possible and I think I think that that revelation was actually um, 
a bridge into um energy work um that was something that was always inside of me um that i didn't fully know how to um communicate with but by by just wanting to feel things so deeply rather than um be removed from them uh just as just purely as an observer um i think that triggered uh this whole path of body work that i'm on because oh my god with with body work like you are not just feeling a person you're not just feeling their muscles and and um in incorporating some sort of like physiological theory into a human being you are actually feeling their life patterns you are feeling what they've gone through sometimes it comes into the level of emotions sometimes sometimes with the energy work not so much with the the physical work i feel like i've learned how to create boundaries because you need those kinds of boundaries to not go insane (laughs) touching so many people um but there there can come a point with these kinds of things you can feel so deeply into a a person or into nature into plants um into the rhythms of the season whatever you're focusing your energy into um but for me uh i was even starting to feel other people's emotions for them and oh my god it would it would get nuts because you know that would start happening and then you know they'd be like no nah, no nah, i'm cool cool i'm not not feeling sad at all the sadness doesn't exist in there in this heart and before you know it like they're just crying unable to make coherent sentences for like 20 minutes because <laughs> their brains are just so scrambled from this aspect of them being seen and felt um my motto for a while was don't make me feel your emotions for you <laughs> um but you know then they'd come back to their their sensibilities and uh yeah there's always a lot to integrate with that it's definitely like uh it's always fun to experiment with the with the camera with the art with all that stuff at the same time it's it's so it's so well said where this is this is just me and my soul that like expressing itself based on the little experiences that i had from the universe and little things that i know like scratching just the surface of like the entire universe and like yeah. just like exploring like a, like a little <laughs> like you know tiny little being in in the this vast universe and you just like <laughs> like oh, oh what is this oh this is cool like and if you look at yourself from like millions years away like like what what am i doing really like this this is i'm maybe i'm being watched like by the whole thing and somebody's just like having fun oh look at the cute thing like, down there just like exploring doing like the art thing whatever she's doing or yeah. like i i felt the same because i i come from art background too and like actually it's we both like came from our background so it's like it's the same thing you just explore things and then you know again same thing you you feel that like 
everything is just a tool. What do I want to take apart? What do I want to be specific about? Mm-hmm. Where is where do I want to fit? Not per se to fit in the world, but to fit in like uh, maybe being fit is not really the right word for it. But I guess I lost it. <laughs> I, th- I think I think we are underestimating the importance of art. Uh, art gives us a tool set to realize what the principles are and yeah. things and like yes, yes, exactly ex- yes exactly once we like we suck at art in the beginning and like <laughs> we get better it, it just gives us a like a learning mindset and then we can take it out so many other things yeah any anything that you're mastering um is is not to be undervalued whatsoever because that sets us up with a context for life you know what we what we pour ourselves into that becomes our metaphor for existence and the source of our intelligence um from from that point we can expand to all things but that is what becomes our anchor Hmm. that is the the source that we navigate from think of that as an extension to your limbs for expressing (laughs) (laughs) expressing your emotions and i think without i think apart from art there's not a lot that dance is an art so like apart from art like there's not a lot of things that would allow you to express what is in your head i think the words are so limited Mm -hmm. but there's a beauty in math there's a beauty in yeah. physics. There's a beauty in harmony of the world. And like when you when you actually like get into it and you realize, holy crap, there is there is something going on. And then all those thoughts of like, are we in a simulation? <laughs> <laughs> it actually does make sense that we're in a simulation, but like, are we really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not just crunching numbers with math. You're you're establishing an abstract language to speak hopefully with god one day (laughs) okay cool (laughs) fingers crossed yeah one day one day we'll get there we are seeing a a fruit form that uh, it made its way all the way to victoria's uh microphone and she's like climbing her way up to communicate to her and talk to her I wonder what she's saying, but it looks like they they are they get something going on together. I wonder if it's the parasitic kind of worm that gets into your brain oh, and takes be. over the radio waves. Mm. You can like carry it home <clears throat> and see what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any book that you recommend for people to read? Like a one-on-one, get your head on this. I feel as though the best way to ground yourself into reality and appreciate it is to understand it. And um, the most beautifully poetic and comprehensive hand guide to, uh, to it that I've yet, as of yet come across is uh, called The Seven Mysteries of Life by Guy Murchie. It's, uh, it's a... 
it's an oldie but a goodie it's it's a really thick book um but it's one that once you delve into the elaborate wonder of its understanding you just never go back to seeing reality in a plain way hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is your spirit animal mantis shrimp mantis shrimp how does mantis shrimp sound <laughs> uh it sounds with a boom <laughs> i would love to imitate its sound but if i were to do so uh the atmospheric pressure created by the enormity of its sound would create a uh heat ball uh hotter than the surface of the sun and cause this place to explode <laughs> so i'll uh just uh Keep that back. Right All right. Sick. Let's um let's wrap this up with a small musical. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. This is Victoria. Thank you so much, Sar. Yeah. Thank you, Akshay, for having me. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Catch you guys next week. Mm -hmm. Love you all.